0: Welcome to the Comics Asylum podcast, where we explore the world of comic books, movies, television, and pop culture. My name is Steve Bino, and this week, Insha Fitzpatrick and Stephanie Cook stop by to chat about their new YA graphic novel, Oh My Gods. I'd like to welcome to the asylum, Insha Fitzpatrick and Stephanie Cook, the co-writers of new YA or the upcoming uh, YA novel, Oh My Gods. Welcome to the asylum, guys.
1: Hey, thank Hello. you. So
0: how how has 2020 been for you all?
2: Oh. Uh. <laughs> well, we were just kind of talking about this, like, before we started recording, but lots of Zoom, lots of virtual meetings, lots of, you know, hibernating at my home, lots of trying to do work while my cat hangs out and, like... <laughs> <laughs> distracts me so
1: you know good times yeah
0: (laughs) and it's just same for you do you have do you have any pets or no
1: yeah he literally just walked out the room like when i looked (laughs) at the side i'm just like oh hi hannibal okay bye
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love the name by the way
1: <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge horror nerd, so I was just like, his right. name has to be something with horror in it, or I'm gonna lose my mind. Um but yeah, basically same. Just hanging out with my cat, trying to write, trying to read a little bit more, and leaving a job and starting a new job. It's been a it's been a it's been a wild ride. <laughs> a roller coaster.
0: It's it's crazy because it's like it, it seems like it's a whole bunch of transitions. Um, for everyone, and some are expected, and a lot of them were totally unexpected.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think like uh, no one could really predict this year and how long this was going to go out for, you know, except for the scientists and the medical professionals who warned us over and over and over again what would happen if we didn't (laughs) stay indoors (laughs) and listen to science.
1: So what's the difference?
2: Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think realistically that aside, like no one could really predict like exactly like what this was going to be like at the very least. Uh, so it's been, it's been wild like between like inch and I both still have like day jobs and stuff, you know, so juggling that and then creative stuff is just, it's been real challenging. So.
0: I can imagine. So, let's let's just hop right into it tell us about oh my Gods.
1: do you want to jump in or should i you're so much better at explaining uh
2: yeah so oh my god's basically follows a young girl named karen who is from new jersey and uh when her mom gets her dream job um she decides to go live with her dad, who is not quite estranged, but like they really don't see each other that regularly. So she goes to bond with him and uh, gets shipped off to Mount Olympus. And she really doesn't think it's like the Mount Olympus, you know, like she just kind of thinks it's like, oh, it's like named after, it's like part of like the whole thing. And she doesn't realize that when she gets there, It is, in fact, the the Mount Olympus. And her new classmates are gods, goddesses, centaurs, (laughs) and, like, the whole shebang. So she thinks it's, like, a really fancy, you know, art school with a, you know, emphasis on drama. And they're just really into it. And it takes her a while to kind of process uh, what's going on. And then all of a sudden, students get... Start getting turned to stone, and it coincides with Karen getting there. So she wants to clear her name, understandably.
0: Interesting, interesting. And how did you guys come up with the concept? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> wanted, I I feel like I feel bad I don't want to like steamroll in show like no 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 uh,
1: no because no, no. it's, like, it's <laughs> like, like every like whenever we tell the story to people every, like I'm always just like Stephanie just tells it so much better <laughs> it's, like, it's so funny <laughs> um but we had met each other through a website that we both worked on and then we were just like no, that would be really cool if we wrote a book together, and then we're both, like, mythology nerds, so it was kind of just, like, no, it'd be cool if we wrote a book about mythology, <laughs> and then we started coming up with, like, characters, concepts, the story, everything in it, and we were gonna do it independently at first if we didn't get anybody to back it and then we got an agent and then we got a book deal and it's just like okay great thank you very much but it kind of all just started with the both of us just being really big mythology nerds and loving mythology and everything about it like the messiness the greatness the messiness (laughs) <laughs> like, how do we how do we like
2: cut out all this problematic stuff, like literally all of mythology and make this for kids yeah like
1: serious like half yeah. of the time when like we were trying to go through characters, we were just like, so um, Zeus uh does a lot of bad stuff, and everybody's his kid how do we how do we
0: <laughs> yeah yeah zeus Zeus is problematic for sure,
2: yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we spent a lot of time trying to like keep true to the mythology. Cause like, again, we're like such passionate fans of like mythology and we love it. And it was like, how do we tackle that, make it modern and also keep true to everything that we love about that. So it was really trying to blend those things and intro kids to these, these stories and these characters in a way that wasn't like, yikes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I I remember, I guess my introduction would have been like Clash of the Titans, uh, the movie in like the, I guess, early 80s, Mm. as well as, you know, comic books and, and stuff like that. And you just, you're amazed at all the monsters, because it kind of appeals to what kids like, you know, action adventure. But then when you get a little older, and you start to analyze hmm, the motivations behind characters. You're like, "What the heck? <laughs> what the heck was I watching, or what was I reading?" And it was kind of interesting. I was watching. Oh, um, it was on Netflix just the other day. Um, it's another. It's another uh, anime based on Greek mythology.
2: Oh, blood of, blood of Zeus.
0: Blood of Zeus. Blood of Zeus. And I can't lie. I was like, you know, Hera you're right. You're like, I got you on this one, man. Like, like, you know, 15 year old me would have been Zeus, Apollo, you know, Hercules, but I could see Hera's pain in that. Right. And it's just amazing how you can shift as you get older to see how layered those, um, those stories are.
2: Yeah. And like, it's, it's funny, like a lot of the myths, like how a lot of them are presented and the kind of different angles that a lot of them actually have like you know we're seeing a lot of like Hades Persephone retellings right now too and explorations of those characters and there's like a lot of a lot that can be done with them and not just Hades and Persephone just like all of them and like there's interesting characters even just like outside the monsters and like the heavy hitters you know like like you said like Hades Poseidon like like all of these big name ones are often in the forefront and we wanted to play around with some of those characters too and give them a a fresh take. Like again, Zed, Zeus is named Zed in the book and he's Karen's father and he's kind of like a bumbling dummy. Like he's, you know, like. (laughs) If if
0: Homer Simpson was uh, in charge of everything?
2: Kinda. Like he's, he's like, he, you know, we, I think we give him like a lot more credit. Like he's like done some soul searching. He's had like a, like, quarter bajillion year life crisis and he's like finding himself like he's sorting it out and like he he's trying to be a leader and a dad but then he's like just like also not excellent at it so (laughs) (laughs) he's
0: trying to figure it out over a millennia
2: yeah yeah he's getting there he's making progress he's trying. Like pizza has a lot of vegetables on it. It totally counts as like a healthy dinner for his daughter.
0: Does he, uh, does the he order pineapple or no?
2: He did. He oh orders a God. variety. <laughs> <laughs> but he orders like a variety because he doesn't know what Karen right. wants. Yeah. So, right. you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, and I can just tell by the way that you guys uh, interact that your relationship is pretty strong. And I'm going to assume that the friendship is what drew you two together to actually be on this project. How did your friendship inform the creative process?
2: Oh my gosh. There's so much. Like I, I was, you know, we got the book, like the book wound up kind of being fast tracked. And Juliana, I've said this like 500 times, we owe her like a month long spa day. Like <laughs> she's <laughs> so incredible and she's just like such a trooper. And like we're like, are you sure about these deadlines? Like we could like push them back. She's like, no, no, I can do it. It's fine. <laughs> and so like you know, we really didn't see the final book until all that long ago, and like looking through it, I just see so much of like Incheon, my like how, our conversation style in the characters and the the story, and I love it. Like it just it feels you know, like a representation of us, like our friendship kind of infused. But I don't want that to make it seem like the book is just like how we talk. Like <laughs> Inch did such a great job of crafting the characters and making them all have like such unique voices. But like, I think a lot of how we interact with each other and how, you know, we like just, See the world is very much like in those characters, and yeah,
1: yeah. Like half the dialogue. Like I remember when we wrote the first book, Stephanie was just like, "I don't know how to talk teenager." And, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, like as like we're actually writing, I'm just like, "Yeah, this isn't teenager. This is just how me and Stephanie talk to one another." Oh my like God. it's like, but I'm just like, we talk to each other. Like teenage. <laughs>
2: yeah. But like Incha so Incha like works at a library and like works mm. with kids like all the time. So Incha's like so like used to being around children. And like I'm occasionally around children, but I don't have kids. I don't have a means to be around kids regularly. <laughs> Except for like when I'm on my bus to work and you know, kids are taking the bus as a school bus. So I'm like eavesdropping. I'm like, how do kids talk? And I feel like such a creep. But we're like writing this book. And uh, you know, like I'd write certain like basically like Inch and I outline the story very heavily together, like point form. And then like I would go in and script it very loosely. And then Inch and I would go through together and fine tune that and, like, work on, like, the characterizations. And it would, like, work on, like, a lot of the dialogue based on the characters that she had built in her head. And so, like, she would see, like, certain dialogue and be like, Stephanie, kids don't talk like those. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, I don't know what to tell you, I'm sorry. So, like, I wrote, like, I want to preface this, like, I'm not, like, the worst at
1: dialogue, but, like, <laughs> um, no but like I definitely <laughs> like, you would write like some like like she would write very like stephanie things and i know nobody <laughs> knows what i'm talking about but it, like, just, like in my mind it would be like no one no, no one. one would know what that is <laughs> if you look at this like clearly but then it's just like fine-tuning the stephanie talk to how a teenager just (laughs) talk. and then it's just fine-tuning that into like let's say how like artemis talks so it was it would be like all right this is fine but stephanie nobody says these words i know
2: zed was like a hundred percent me though like zed was like i'm like i can talk like an old person i can do this so like that one it was just like this is my favorite character to write like
1: I've got, got this. Oh my god. <laughs> Half of oh. I can't wait till people read the book and actually like know Zed because I was just like, Oh, yeah, that's like Stephanie was just like, should we chase? Him? I'm like, no. 100 percent yeah. Zed is you. Let's go. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like people will like there's like a couple people that I know who know me who've like read it now, and like they're just like, Zed feels like a very you character. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> Yes. Yes. so and,
0: and i guess the, the benefit of being so close is that you can deconstruct the characters uh, and especially with with what stephanie's presenting to you in chat, and then you can then kind of shift it if you didn't know her that well it might have been a little bit more difficult not only to change what she's put on the page but also to get what she's trying to say that you may not necessarily agree with in terms of tone or just characterization.
1: Oh yeah, but it's it's also very weird because like we the way that Stephanie and I have worked at it w- was it was so interesting because <laughs> like I would just be like like okay let's get, I'm gonna give a small example and I think Artemis is probably the best example that I can give where I was kind of like. I want her to not be mean because she is a champion of women, but I also need her to have a protective streak about her that kind of like coincides with like who she is as this new character. And then Stephanie and I, when Stephanie and I worked at it, I was just like, I really, I, 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 I need I just need her not to be mean, <laughs> but I need her to just be like, and she, Stephanie was like, no, 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 I got it. And then like, when I, when I like, looked back at the dialogue, and if I didn't know Stephanie, I would be like, ah, but like knowing Stephanie and then reading that dialogue, I was just like, we could just tweak it, and we could tweak it again, and then we could tweak it one more time to be like, you're not mean. But you just have this insane protective streak about you that kind of wants to protect your brother and your best friends from this girl who just you don't know. And it's a lot of just me explaining character develop like character not character development, because like Stephanie obviously you know character development, but like it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it's like me explaining like a lot of just like the well, background of things that I have. Yeah. In my head. So like
2: <laughs> for context here, like we came up with like the base characters together and stuff, but like Incha, we, also background on the background. Our team is called hashtag no chill because we have no chill whatsoever. Like, right. I wanted
0: like, to actually <laughs> ask you about that. I really, there were two, there were two things. There was that okay. one. And then also how Incha puts together the dossier of each yeah. character, it's, okay, it's, so it's, it's, it's like, it's, wow. It's
2: disgusting. Yeah, so we'll come <laughs> it's, it's back, back to amazing. Like, team no chill but like i was totally <laughs> getting to the fact that like you know we came up with the characters and then like is like brb and then like disappears for like a few hours and comes back with like pinterest mood board spotify playlists and like <laughs> you know like she develops like entire worlds and like for each character and you know like it's amazing so you know like while we base came up with it like together Incha like built those characters and built their aesthetics and built like you know built them into like real people to me like it's just like the fact that they aren't people that exist in the world is mind-boggling because Incha just like does so much work to make them exist.
0: So Incha so. are you are you like an FBI profiler as well no. as a writer? Kind of
2: thing, or? She just
1: really likes true crime. <laughs> I just really like true crime and I like I kind of, I like knowing different people and I like observing people and like, that's kind of how creating characters feels so real and we're like, I had, I remember we had this thing where we had to pick out a house for a character and I was just like, I literally oh, had to yeah. be right back and then I had a whole Pinterest board for the house of the character and I gave it to Juliana, and I was just like, I need this house like that. <laughs> I I love how like Incha like
2: if Incha's, like unsure of like how we'll react to something though like most of uh, most of the time like we're all on the same page with stuff but like I if I had a nickel for every time Incha started a conversation with okay but hear me out like, <laughs> like what? Just... what if <laughs> so like you know we we both had a lot of big ideas that we had to tone down in each other because um, like we would just like incorporate elements that we couldn't really like explain in any kind of logical sense and then we'd be like ah but this and then we'd be like no that doesn't work and we we just it, it was a process in trying to like find like a happy medium between our again no chill levels which is just like ah like all caps <laughs> like we're so excited about everything and then like Realistically, what our publisher is going to put in a book. Yep. So, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And and how how did that balance that delicate balance between your artistic vision versus meeting what the publisher is going to accept? How how did that work?
2: Lily is an angel.
1: Very easily, honestly, because of Lily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So our editor is um, Lily Kessinger. She's like the best human ever. And so patient with a hashtag team no chill. <laughs> um, but like, you know, she made the book what it is. Like, you know, we developed this story, but like she gave us such great notes to bring it to the next level. And like, you know, like we we're really proud of like our first draft. And it was like the first thing that we tackled, obviously like together as a team. Uh, and if that had gone into the world, I would still be proud of that because we did it together. But Lily, you know, gives very honest and real feedback to be like, but what about this? What about this? What's the motivation? What's yeah. the timeline? Like <laughs> the timeline. Like, the timelines! <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, she, she just, she let us be us in so many ways, but just made sure that like the bits, you know all kind of came together for somebody who isn't in our brains. Yeah. So.
1: Like Lily was really, I remember Lily was, well, she still is, but like Lily was really big on the world building, Mm -hmm. which I think helped me and Stephanie so much with how we narrowed our ideas down too. Cause we were just like, what if they were just here? And then Lily was just like, no, no maybe not <laughs> like, they you need to think about it a little bit more and then like we would come back and we would be like she'd be like oh that's perfect you do that then it's like oh lily bless your heart love you lily
2: <laughs> yeah like she's she's really good at like she's our like i think like i'm the book mom of like our group like our creative team but like lily's like our like publishing mom like mm-hmm. she you know looks at all of our work and is like so supportive she does the best manuscript like editing sandwich i don't know if you've heard of that like the hamburger where it's like you get an editor and it's like oh my god this isn't so good you guys are so great this is like wow but and then it gets into (laughs) like you know all the notes and then it's just like but we're in a really solid place you just need to incorporate all of those notes but like i love you guys
0: yeah the the challenge as a writer is you have this burning carcass and now you got to rebuild it right yeah, after being yeah. this, this. is so amazing. But the, butt is like, uh,
2: Yeah. And she's all of her notes made sense. Like, you know, we signed on with Lily like from the get go because all of her initial notes on the story tracked with things that we felt would make the book better. Mm-hmm. You know, like before you sign on with a book publisher, like you have a call and they kind of court you in a way where they're just like, we love this. Like we, want this. Here's my vision for it. Does it align with what you, you know, see for the book? And you don't want to just like sign on for the sake of signing on to something. You want somebody who's going to bring the best version of your book to life. Mm -hmm. And Lily just has such a great way of thinking that's different from ours. And, you know, like not just like different, like she is definitely the same no chill lifestyle as us, but like (laughs) she approaches things like in a way that we don't always see because mm. she's not as dialed into some of, like, the geek culture. So, like, you know, references and things, it's like, you have to dial some of this back and, like, you know, amp this part up. And she really helped us narrow our focus and uh, just bring a lot of, like, the characters. Like, we... It's, it's one of those, like, kill your darlings where we, like, literally kind of had to kill off a character from, like, the uh, initial kind of ensemble that we had written in and they're they're coming back later on. They're not like dead dead, but like, you know, it's like
0: spoiler spoiler alert. Yeah,
2: I know. No, no. Well, in our original pitch we had more. Yeah. Yeah. In our original pitch we had a bigger like core group. And then we were like, okay, we need to like dial this back Mm -hmm. and you know put a little bit more focus on the characters that are already here. So it's it's a really good process. Like I I know a couple other people who are working with HMH books and Etch now too. And like, I swear, like I'm just constantly sending the messages and being like, you're gonna love them. They're just the best. <laughs> like even today we announced like a, a cover reveal for the second book. And um, I was like over there on Twitter, like our book designer, who's also like the head of Etch. And I was just like, they're so good. Look what they did with the barcodes. Like I literally love everyone there and what they've done with the book. Like I want to hug them all, but I don't because COVID, but like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Virtual.
2: Yeah, so. And I guess
0: and that's anyways. a bit of a relief, right? Because, you know, when you have this this thing that you're building, it's it's a part of you and then you're giving it up into other people's hands who may not always see it your way. And the fact that they seem to respect what you both have put into it and and what you're trying to build and then add to it as opposed to detract to it must be very refreshing. And then also give you a bit of bit more creative freedom to know that, okay, we can go and, and, you know, be maybe a little bit wacky or push things in, in certain positions, but then still be in a safe space when you're actually creating things.
2: Yeah. Lily and Andy, Andrea, like our book designer, again, we were in contact with them like so often, as well as Juliana. That's, I I know I'm not throwing her in there, but she is the unspoken other person that is always in this conversation. (laughs) But like, you know, we'd be having like talks about like the story and the dialogue and like what we have going on. And my favorite, like one of my favorite things about Andy and Lily is just like, can we add more puns to this? And I'm like, I love them so much. (laughs) I love them. Like, I have another book with them that's coming out in July called Paranorthern. And, like, my favorite conversation, like, or my favorite thing that they've told me about, like, the meetings with that is they literally held a meeting to, like, best incorporate puns into the title. And I was like, like... That that's my favorite. They had like a whiteboard and like it's called Paranorthern and the Chaos Bunny a hopcalypse. <laughs> and so they were like, how do we properly convey this? How do we put puns in this? And like, that's my people. Those are my people. Huh. Yeah. I don't know what that had to do with anything. Or if I just went on a tangent. <laughs> no, puns, tangents, but- tangents
0: are good though, because it you know, sometimes you're you know, like if you look at acting, you know, depending on the director you get, you might do a couple of takes for the director. And then there's some that say, okay, now we're going to do three or four takes, have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the magic happens outside of what those first couple of takes might've been because you're trying things, you know, pitch, whatever. Same thing when it comes to to writing and and drawing. If you know that you can kind of stretch it and you're gonna be okay, it allows you to take calculated risks that that make the project better,
2: yeah, and writing for that audience like that we were is just so fun. You can get away with so much because like kids love dumb stuff like they do, and it's just it was a really good like they aged us down from we 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 did actually start as y a but we actually our middle grade now. And uh, like, I love that we went to that market because, you know, it's silly and it's fun and it's very much like a representation of, I think, Inch and I's
0: not only maturity level, (laughs) but like, just
2: like us, like talking to each other. And it's just, in retrospect, like I can't imagine having written it for that older audience now because like it just... Is so exactly where I think it was meant to be.
1: I agree. <laughs> I <absolutely> agree. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially seeing like kids come into the library and then they're just like, "Can I have this mythology book and this thing and this thing?" and I am just like, <laughs> "I got a book for you, in anyway." <laughs>
0: Uh, and I, I want to get back to the character building. Was there a character that you were really invested in that for some reason, either just didn't fit or the publisher was like, maybe we should shift it. And then, and, and, and how did you, if that was a case, how did you overcome that challenge?
2: Oh, my God. That's, like, all of the characters for Incha. <laughs> <laughs> Like, We had, like, so many conversations where we're, like, we can't add more characters. They need to go in a future book.
1: <laughs> and I think, like, we literally just had a conversation, too. I think when we were doing the second one where I was just, like, can we add her? And then Stephanie was, like, Not, no not right now. (laughs) We can't
2: do it. It's it's so hard though. Like I love Incha and I love Juliana. And like, it sucks sometimes when we have to like turn each other down for like certain ideas and not turn each other down. We have a conversation. No one's like, no one person is in charge. We're a team. But like, it sucks when we have to like talk another one through why we don't think that's a good idea. Cause like, again, you can probably feel it. Like we are excited. We have like, we make oh, our definitely. energy just like perpetually like like up here like we are just forever <laughs> up here and like it sucks to kind of be like mm, I don't think that's a good plan. <laughs> and like it's like we like are just like lovingly like okay I love you but and like oh so I don't know like I don't know if there's one in particular that Incha has because again I can think of like twenty there for you
1: but <laughs> there is one in particular that comes up in the next book that i was super sad that we had to cut but i was happy because they got a better role in the mm. second one so right. i was just like if we could just do this in the second one i do not mind and then like it worked out perfectly i think the reason why i was i was initially really sad about it because they're such a big part of that core group and they were in my mind they were going to be a big part of um not a spoiler at all but like in my mind they were going to be a big part of dita's story so it was kind of just sad to be in their own particular story which i swear got a playlist for it got a pinches for it it's disgusting <laughs> 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 but, um uh. but it was really it was just really sad like having them go in the first book but them still being around but in the second book, I was just like, if we could incorporate this in the second book, like, I'd be so happy. But then, like, me, Stephanie, like, me and Stephanie found out a plan to incorporate them in the second book. And then Juliana was just like, me to draw them. And, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was, like, a couple of, I think there was a couple of other characters, too. Um, this is not a spoiler, but Persephone was one of them.
2: Yeah, that's one of mine too. Yeah, yeah. Thinking
1: we we have like a we have like a soft preview spot of her in the first book, but it's like she doesn't really get the big overall arch until and stay tuned, kids. Maybe we'll get more books. <laughs> yeah, we I mean, like
2: it's it's hard because like I think like all of us love so many of the myths and the stories, and kind of not being able to play with as many of the like like characters as we want, is hard because like 200 pages, like you think it's a lot, but it's really not. Like, you know, you have a really finite amount of room and you wanna develop those core characters and make sure that the plot is advancing you know like again coming back to lily she'd be like this doesn't advance a plot kill these like 10 pages and we're like Ugh! like <laughs> you know like, it's it's hard and it's it's for the better like you see afterwards you're like uh, you're right i hated it <laughs> but you're right and like but there's still so much we want to explore and like you know juliana Incha and i had developed a lot of the first book before juliana came on board and then like the second book was we we got a two book deal so the second book came together like kind of just between insha and i and we didn't really give juliana a lot of like options for that <laughs> she knows we love her she knows like we had to do what we had to do but like you know juliana is like okay but like for the third book
0: give us more books, HMH,
2: like, just like, you know, like, this is what we're doing, like, we need, I need this, I need this, I want to draw this, and we're like, month-long spa date, and all those characters, you (laughs) got it. (laughs) So, it's hard, like, you know, there's, again, Karen, we, we were really tickled with the idea of having, it's a bit cliche, you know, you have somebody who's not one of the kind of gods or goddesses come in and they're like either a human among gods or they're a demi-god or goddess or something. But like, we were really tickled with the idea of like a normal person coming in and just like everybody with these big names and then somebody's just like, Karen? And this was before a Karen was a thing, right? (laughs) But like, we were just like really tickled with like them being like, oh, Aphrodite meet Charon. (laughs) Heron? <laughs> Charonitis? Like, is that short for something? And, like, we, we have to develop those, like, main characters as a focal point for everybody to kind of connect with and then grow the world around it. So that's, like, a very, very, very long answer to your question, but yep. <laughs>
1: we just love all of them. Like, we love all the myths. Yeah, we treat, like every every single time we talk about a character, we're just like, "Look, it's our kid!" Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now, speaking of Juliana, uh, how did she uh, get onto the project? Were was she part of a list of artists, or was someone that you guys sought out?
2: <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> so, typically, like in the book market, like I I know like people who either bring their own artist on board or, you know, just get paired up by the publisher and with our agent who is also amazing. Thank you, Maria. We love you.
1: Beautiful, Um,
2: beautiful, beautiful (laughs) angel dealing with team. No chill. But uh, (laughs) like with, with a lot of like the clients that Maria represents, she prefers to represent like one aspect of the team Mm -hmm. and then like let the book um, publisher, Pick the artist, but because we had we had thought that we were going to pitch it to the comic market, which isn't like so crazy about agents. (laughs) They're just like, yeah, sure, we'll work with the creators. This is fine. Um, and like then in place of that, we were like, well, we'll we'll kickstart it. So we wanted to have like our whole team in place. So I was hiring for another project entirely, which I can't even remember what it was at this point. And I put a call out on Twitter. And, like, Juliana put her portfolio in, and, like, she was not the right fit for, like, that project. But, like, I just loved her art, and I could see in the way she, like, the characters and expressions and stuff, like, you know, that she would maybe be a good fit. And I, like, 100% pandered to exactly what Incha would, like, be (laughs) to when I pitched Juliana as an artist to her. and i was like here's a very specific fan
1: art that like juliana's done <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like as stephanie was just like Here's a picture of this girl with art. She did a rogue. How do you like it? And I was just like, you know I like X-Men. This isn't fair.
2: <laughs> and I think and, she did like a Scarlet Witch
1: and like And I was just like, that's <laughs> that's not fair. But I kind of fell in love with it too. Cause like, see it's so many different styles and body types and stuff. So I was just like, oh, can
2: we like And talk the expressions? To her? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, yeah, and so, you know, like I had messaged Juliana to be like, okay, like, I really love you. I don't think you're like the right fit for like this, but you might be like someone we want to talk to for another thing. So like I brought her into like a group chat with Insha, <laughs> and like, we just clicked, you know, like we, we were all very like polite and like formal at first. I actually <laughs> read through one of our initial emails <laughs> And we were just, like, so, so chill. What a time. But, like, (laughs) you know, like, we quickly just, like, settled into being comfortable with each other, and it was, like, this is the team. Like, this is, you know, like, exactly who we want to be working with. And, like, I can't imagine anybody else on this book, Whitney Coger came on board to help Juliana with, like, the colors, and Whitney's colors with Juliana's art is just, like, like, they're just, I love everybody who works on our book. Was that even, did I answer? Again, yeah. like, what am I even talking about? Like,
0: no, it's good. No, it's good. Oh. And so, considering, I'm going back to your FBI profiler true crime way of putting yep. stuff together, <laughs> did you have to have any kind of um, conversations with Juliana in terms of like, oh, I see Karen this way? And she might see Persephone this way just to, because like, it, it's it's interesting because if you write and draw at the same time, you kind of have an idea when you're crafting them what they look like, and then you can do it and then change it. But when you hand that over to somebody, you're a little bit at the mercy of their own vision. So did you guys have any kind of a, a, a clash of
1: visions? No, <laughs> which is great because <laughs> like when when stephanie and i wrote the script i and like we had to go back and do the dialogue and the characters and stuff like that i actually had little notes for juliana with little links and stuff like that just being just like here's the pinterest board just in case you need it and that you don't have to look at it i'm just saying but also uh, here's like here's some layout stuff that i think would be super cool for this character but Otherwise, go Buckwild. You do you. (laughs) And then, like, when she did it, I was just like, Juliana gets it. I love this. I love it so much. And um, there was, like, I think there was, like, maybe, like, two characters where we had to, like, kind of go, oh, this has to go in a different direction. And – but I think that was more of the publisher saying that rather than us saying it. So – but, like, it it worked out perfectly. Like, Juliana is just an angel, love yeah. child, honey, sweetie pie, beautiful nothing.
2: Like, just, and shout out to her dog, Bruce Moon. It's just,
1: oh, <laughs> another honey, sweetie pie.
2: <laughs> but, like, I think Incha, like, um, like, so again, like, with some of my other stuff with, um, like, Paranorthern is at HMH, too, but I didn't have the artist relationship we have with Juliana. Like, HMH brought Mari Costa on board, and so there wasn't really, like, an open dialogue with me and Mari. Like, that went through my editor for the most part. And so, like, all the kind of character stuff came from her to be like, hey, like, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? But, like, Juliana typically comes to us first you know if there's like a note in like the script and like that HMH knows that and like they're fine with it you know as long as it works for the story right but like she before she kind of gets too far with anything like she'll check with us and be like guys I have this going on like is this what you envision like it's very very collaborative like on you know up until and even with like Whitney speaks to Andy and Lily to do the colors but Incha, Juliana, and I are very close-knit, and, like, like, Incha will be like, here's a reference photo. No, I found a better reference photo. Here's another (laughs) reference photo. And, like, it just kind of keeps going until Juliana feels confident that she has the character in her head that, like, I'm gonna say more specifically that Incha envisions, because, like, I'm not, like, married to, like, how a character looks, but, like, Incha has vision. So, like, it kind of, like, it sucks because, like, you know, like, Juliano is like, oh, let's make, like, Artemis and Pol, uh Latina. Or, like, uh, like, we want – because she's from Brazil. So she's like, I want, like, Artemis. And we didn't really write anything into the backstory or anything. So yeah. – uh, but we're, like, we're working on those things. And
1: we were – I think there was – there was a character from – I think it was also Dita. And it, was Ar- and it was Artemis and Paul, mm-hmm. and it was a character from another book where I was just like, can we, um, can we make them? Can we be like, I, oh, I was, I feel like I was so nervous to say it too, because I was just like, I don't know how that works because they're from Greece, but I'm just like, can we make this character black with dreads? Yeah. And cute, <laughs> please? Southern <laughs> and Greece. <laughs> and yeah, then they we're well, just like, yeah, we could just make them Afro-Greeks, and I'm like, yeah, great yeah
2: <laughs> we didn't do like a great job like I'll, I'll admit like we love our baby very much but we didn't do like a good job of working in like the backstories of like, the other stuff yet like we're still kind of like finessing like Karen's stick definitely like the focal point of the first book but in our minds kind of like we have so much other world building kind of going on yeah. that brings everybody to Mount Olympus because like the gods and goddesses are teenagers you know they got bored with immortality they wanted to like be reborn and kind of have new lives. So we have a lot of that like worked out in our heads and then not so much like I'm making it sound bad.
1: No, no, like, no. Like, <laughs> like, it's like it's it's kind of weird because it's like it's it was kind of for us I feel like it was first thought best thought and then it was just like get it on the paper and then mm-hmm. we'll tweak it, we'll build it, do the characters and stuff like that. But I feel like we would have to fully like especially me i mean, like a fully just have to explain every detailed history of the character for you to know that all of these characters actually have like some stuff going on behind them yeah. and we would need longer books <laughs> in order for yeah. me to actually right. explain right, that right, too right,
2: right. it's it's hard because like you know like and i get like the like some of the people being like like we don't see as much like diversity in the cast and like that sucks for us because like that was like a hundred percent an effort but we didn't write it in so it's like a fair criticism right so like we 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 want to do more we want to like flesh out those stories more because like they're there like trust us we have like so many google docs like so So many (laughs) google docs of like backstory and character stuff and just like dumb pun names for titles and just like <laughs> you know like it, it's hard though like it's hard to kind of like have a main protagonist and like a relatively big like cast around them and be able to flesh out all those stories in like you know 200 pages like yeah especially in it a first seems book. like a lot but it's oh, for not sure.
0: for sure and and i guess that's the the I guess the good thing about having a second book is that, you know, you can breathe in certain spots of, of, of the storytelling, right? You don't have to cram everything in and let things play out a certain way.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second one, like, you know, we had a really fast schedule for like everything too. And like, I love both of our books very much, but I will be like, it'll be fun to kind of play around with some of the more, like some other characters and kind of make them the focal point down the line too. HMH, give us more books, please. <laughs> <laughs> like we, um, we have big
1: plans, right. <laughs> very big plans. Okay. Right. So many I, I have,
2: plans. I, I,
1: have, I, have, I have characters for Juliana to draw. I'm not gonna lie. I want it's a poster true. of three of them. Yeah, ah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We have such plans, but
2: yeah, like it's hard, like. There's just, our brains are constantly going, like, a million miles a minute and trying to kind of put it all and put it in so that, like, kids will be able to consume it is, you know, it's daunting. It's very fun. Like, you know, that's a very, like, oh, God, being a writer is hard. Like, that's a very big first world problem. Like, it's, like, you know, it's fun. It's hard. But also... (laughs) oh uh, why do we do this to ourselves <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the good the good thing i guess as you know being the writer aside from all of the all the research and and that stuff it's it, you can just type it and kind of go the artist uh, the the, the lifting's a little bit heavier oh. right um
1: our poor baby uh, angels right <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you don't like a sentence or you don't want to you know go with a certain bit of dialogue, delete, backspace, whatever. Sometimes with the artist, it's oh, I gotta do a whole new layout.
2: Yeah, our our book designer, Andy, is just like fantastic though. Like this is Juliana's like first, like long form project. Like Juliana was doing like web comics and other things herself before, but this is obviously a big undertaking. And uh, Andy does comics too. So Andy has been so helpful with Juliana on those tight deadlines, and, you know, when we, she hands in, I say we hand in thumbnails, like we had anything to do with the art whatsoever, (laughs) but, like, when (laughs) Juliana, (laughs) when we get the email that Juliana has sent that we had nothing to do with, you know, like, Andy will go in, and, like, Andy draws over in, like, a constructive way to be, like, see how this, like, helps it flow, and, like, gives, like, such wonderful notes to help Juliana, so, like, She always tries to find, like, ways to help that are constructive and, like, less invasive and, like, don't necessarily redraw all of this. Like, here's how you can, like, you know, tweak it so that it works. And, like, they're very helpful like that. And I, I mean, I obviously can't speak for Juliana, but, like, you know, I know that when she got those notes back, she was, like, flabbergasted that Andrea went to those lengths to like, you know, help and guide Julieta, And it's been so wonderful. Like, I love our team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so have you found that by the by the time you got midway through the second book, that it was a completely different working experience than midway through the first book or even to the end of the first book? <laughs>
2: <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> we had to talk about this this week, actually. Or was it last week? I don't know what time is. It was... <laughs> So like, I'm sorry. I'm like jumping in, but you should talk. I'm.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I the second book was the second book was a little bit harder for the both of us. First of all, it's 2020. We were both exhausted. Mm. So <laughs> by like the time we were getting notes back, we were just like, <laughs> "Why are we? Yeah. Why?" And but <laughs> it was it was different in the way that we were, me and Stephanie, both were just exhausted by that point. Lily, s- darling angel face, beautiful siren Lily, she was just like, you should just do this, this, and this, cut this, 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 this this page over here, and we were just like, whatever you say, Lily, we're following <laughs> yeah. you. Sections, you got this. Like, mm-hmm.
2: Yep. <laughs> we had a talk this week, too, and we were like, like, I think it was this week, maybe last week, but like we were like, in retrospect, we were like really burnt out. Yeah. So yeah. like for context, yeah. for context, like I had sold ParaNorthern at the tail end of 2018, so I wrote like a 200 250-page graphic novel from then until probably like, I think I wrapped up in March. and then Inch and I sold, oh my God, uh, in May. And we got the offer while I was like working as a staff member at TCAF that weekend. So I was like, I can't (laughs) process
1: this.
0: Right, right.
2: And like they fast tracked, oh my God, because they loved the concept and they were like, we really think this would be, you know, excellent for the fall. And so we only, they wanted like the script like a month from then. And we were like, yes, but also, <laughs> like, that was just me because I was like working and I was frantic and dealing with a cult. But that's another story entirely. But like, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, that's a weird thing okay. to just randomly drop okay. in. There. <laughs> no, no, that's another story. But like, um, so like, we had done like a lot of like the work for the book, book one, uh, ourselves, and so that there, there the groundwork was there. So that wasn't a big deal to kind of fast track that and get the book out the door, uh, in that time period, but, you know, you have to do, like, numerous drafts, and, like, uh, inches in New Jersey, I'm in Toronto, so, you know, we're, like, coordinating on Messenger, and, like, Skype, and that sort of thing, I don't think I've ever used Skype with you, I don't know why I'm saying that, but, like, on calls, whatever, and, you know, that wrapped up, and we're really excited, but, like, right away, then we have to pitch, like, what we want for the second book, and, like, again, we hadn't even had time to really process mm-hmm. the first one. First it was like really kind of, you know, a whirlwind. And it's a good problem to have, like, do not get me wrong. Yeah. But like, we we really had to kind of like, get these like pitches in for the second book and like narrow down and then write it. So, you know, by August or September, I think we had to have the first draft of the second book in. And, you know, so from basically... May to October, November, we wrote two full-length graphic novels and did, like, numerous drafts.
1: Mm.
2: So, like, it was a lot. So during the second one, too, we had a lot of, like, that wasn't as refined, because that was, like, a brand new idea that we were bringing to Lily right off the bat. So we had, like, a lot of, like, work to kind of do on that. So I think Incha and I, like, just were, like, I love you, but I don't want to talk to you for a while. Yeah. Like <laughs> like it's like it's not personal, like it's a little bit personal, but like not in the way that you did anything. We just need space.
1: Yeah, like, like we we it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, it's it's like at that time too when we were doing the second book, it's just like I was trying like I got I had gotten another writing gig and then I was trying to like shift out of my job and then I was trying to do like another thing so like it was just like me and Stephanie just being like like how Stephanie just said listen I love you you you're just my my put and pop but at the same time <laughs> we just need we just need that like little amounts but then like when we got back together to do it it was so much fun like like yeah. not playing favorites <laughs> on that book but the second book is like my favorite <laughs>
2: it's this very fun
1: so silly <laughs> yeah
2: it was very fun like there's a lot of like a lot more inch in that one too and like like there's a lot of stuff that's i think near and dear to your heart like in addition like we have like a they we're allowed to talk about this now because they actually just announced like the synopsis <laughs> and stuff today uh, excellent
0: but, like, there's, Breaking like, news
2: yeah so there's like a big gaming component where like Karen and her friends have to, like, stop somebody who, like, uses the moniker Minotaur, and so, you know, uh, Karen's a big gamer, and so she has to, like, utilize her, you know, gaming skills to kind of, like, find and thwart this person that's just coming for her and her friends and kind of just ruining their, like. I was gonna say ruining their lives, but that's like not the case. It's like ruining their days. Like they're she's having a bad day. <laughs> I, I, I
0: I sense a little bit of true crime influence in there. I think yeah. like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're <laughs> informed. We're informed by what we like, right? Like now, as no, no, as now, writers, I'm, it's just how it works.
1: It's like really weird because like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. There's (laughs) there's a lot of like fun characters and like Insha again crafted like like we incorporate a lot of like Karen's past life. Like Karen in the first book, her focus is adjusting to Mount Olympus and like being in the moment there and like making friends and you know getting to know her dad. And then the second book, it's still that like not that much time has passed, but Karen's now like right. I'm adjusted. Now I need to remember that I also have my mom. I also have my friends back home and I want to make sure that I value them too. So she's trying to like have a better balance. So we incorporate like her New Jersey friends and like, like and she had so
1: much fun, I think with like them. and. I love the New Jersey friends so much. Like every, when I when I got to like actually tell Stephanie about like I'm like, listen, so these are new New Jersey friends and they're all just amazing. And then like half of it, she was just like, like it's so nice. Again, it's so nice working with Stephanie because like <laughs> half of it, she was just like listen i know you love it but we have to cut some of this down <laughs> <laughs> it's the and, and i was just like i just want full dialogue with all the new jersey friends but i under like but again i understood and i understand but then it's just like i could just make adventures in my head about the new jersey friends. <laughs> it's that fun. could be
0: that could be book four or another
1: series we have talked about this like no lie <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot we just we're I think I feel like we're planning up to like book like 20. Honestly
2: like I would be
1: shocked if you
2: were like you could do that in another book and like we hadn't thought of it I would be shocked (laughs) right like we
1: (laughs) like whatever character you're thinking right now we probably have thought of a plan for them.
2: We truly have no chill like we love these characters we love the world we love everything like we've done with it. And again, like we can occasionally get like sick of each other, but like, I love Incha. I love working with Incha. I love everything that we're doing with this. And I just want to write more books with my book family. I don't know why I'm like fake crying, like every three seconds in this interview, but like.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Well, I think, I think that's the, the beauty of it though, is that when you can get collaborators that enjoy being together, as well as enjoy working on a project, it just makes it that much richer of an experience. Um, you know, there's some, there's some, and I'm sure you've had this experience too, where you have a project and it stalls because, you know, clash of either ideals or, you know, personalities. Um, I, I think uh, um, the best advice I ever got was no ego. If you park your ego Everything else is possible.
2: Yeah. Yep. And it's hard. And I think like I'm like Canadian. I think you're Canadian too, right, Steve? Like you're in in Toronto Toronto, too, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 But like I'm Canadian. And she's just like a very nice human being. Like who (laughs) happens to be in the states. But like it's hard. Like you know. Like I don't think I don't think either of us have an ego. We just like love like stories we love Mm -hmm. like you know mythology we love like a lot of things but like you know it was it was very easy to want to work on something together because like again we feed on each other's energy and you get like juliana in here too and like the three of us are just like next level like we just keep like one upping each other with like (laughs) excitement levels and it makes it so fun to work on you know like again like not to also bring up like paranormal but it was a very different experience, right? Because again, I wasn't in contact with like Mari. Like that was, I mostly just talked to like my editor and I didn't really have that contact. So like, while I'm also very proud of that book, it doesn't hit the same way for me. Like, I don't mean that, like, again, I love, that was like, it's my book baby too, but like we constantly just hype each other up and like we, there's no having a conversation amongst us where one of us isn't just like, like stoked about something. Like Juliana the other day told us that her dad, we, and we didn't know this, her dad didn't want her to be an artist and was like, you can't do this. Like, you need to like get a real job and like, you need to like, you know, like stop dreaming. And like, she's like, we got the books in the mail, like our comps. And like, now he's going around and being like, my artist daughter, my artist this. Like my baby
1: girl is like a comic book artist. My baby girl that comics
2: is like bringing her book around. <laughs> and like, that's like amazing. And like, I'm so happy that we get to be on that journey with her. Cause like, Juliana and Nunch are like two of my favorite people. So like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know
2: why I'm doing this. <laughs> so flailly
0: but it, it is interesting because now you mentioned that you think like when you're writing an ensemble piece, like what you guys are doing, it's almost mirrored in the creative process with the creators because you're a team trying to, you know, get to a goal or maintain a, an objective. And it's actually playing out as well on the page with what is going on. And so you, I think a lot of times, not only, do fans live vicariously through characters, but so do creators.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Next We we actually talked about this too at one time. There was a lot of Karen's experience that me and Stephanie have. like Me and Stephanie are like only children.
0: Hey, so... there's another one.
1: Hey! <laughs> this is now the only children <laughs> podcast?
0: <laughs> right. Absolutely.
1: So like, so like when we wrote Karen, we kind of came through it with a only child perspective and then trying to be like, oh, we have to now like, and it's also a moving perspective too. So it's just kind of like, I don't know my parent, like I don't know my dad. I have to move to this strange place. I'm an only child. I have nobody around me. My friends are all the way over there. Now I got to make some new, like this sucks. I got to also go to school, which also sucks. So it's kind of just like, (laughs) it's just a lot but like when we it's so funny cuz like some of the experience too with the other characters feels like it came a little bit from me and Stephanie's perspective and our relation to like how we work in the world right <laughs> which when you read like the first book i was just like oh yeah mhm <laughs> i wonder why i wrote that <laughs>
0: It's almost like uh, therapy sometimes, right?
2: Yes, I'm working on a project that's like a semi-autobiographical. Th- it's like a pitch, but I'm just like, oh my god! Like you're writing all these things down, and I'm like, wow! Like she needs therapy, and I'm like, I need therapy. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's very surreal. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think if you go back through enough characters, I think that there are a lot of people who have used literature for therapy before it became something that every person could, could, you know, take part in. It was, there was no stigma around it. So Mm -hmm. the trials and tribulations of name your favorite pop culture character, you can work through your business through them.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely like, you know, and not the Karen's like our only baby uh, protagonist, but like, spoilers, Medusa's in it, which you probably may have deduced if you... From the beginning. You know, yeah. <laughs> when we said that somebody's turning kids to stone, right. um, like, I know that kids might not always get that, but I'm assuming most adults listening to this would get that. Anyways, but, like, there's a lot of, like, Medusa in this isn't an only child, but I think a lot of, like, the loneliness that you feel as an only mm-hmm. child is, like, put into Medusa, and, like, Karen doesn't live that experience necessarily as an only child, but like Medusa is the embodiment of those other feelings.
0: Right.
1: So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And and
0: 2020 has been a weird year because, you know, I've had this conversation with uh, some of my artist friends where the isolation while terrible is sort of what an artist deals with just to get their work done yeah,
2: yeah but
0: when you step away from the table or when you step away from the laptop you want to be amongst people like you still and and you know thank you know the heavens and, and the tech gods for zoom and all that kind of stuff because you're still we were still you know those of us who don't have people in our households still had a chance to be connected in a way
2: yeah um yeah it's it's been wild yeah
0: yeah speaking of speaking of horror i'm sure that inches probably wouldn't have imagined this but this has played out in many things that you've watched in your lifetime
1: <laughs> i'm just now waiting for like the zombie outbreak and i'm, like, I'm good now this is fine the zombie outbreak or the purge i'm just like yeah with the, the siren yeah it's the siren, for sure it's for sure
0: <laughs> for sure yeah the zombie outbreak is probably the only thing that well what we got six seven days left 12 days left yeah. so it could still happen
1: <laughs> don't put that energy out there i will not like i'm too tired <laughs> like just dawn yeah. of the dead it up and just hang out in a mall all day it will be yeah. fine
0: but you know i think i think there's also a lot of hope right there's a lot of there's there's still something to strive for there's there's something to keep your feet moving um towards and projects like yours, um, being around good people, those are things that everyone has has to look forward to.
2: Yeah. <sighs> I hope so. It's it's going to be surreal to have like, it's, it's weird after working on this for so long to have like our book child come out like mid pandemic. Mm. And like, you know, it'd be so amazing to be able to do like events or something. And like, I literally live in Greek town in Toronto and I wrote a book about <laughs> Greek mythology. And like, just like oh, I had so many plans <laughs> right
0: Right. but
2: like you just gotta make the most of it you know at the end of the day we are so fortunate we have a book coming out and pandemic or not like it's it exists and mm-hmm. like I I think I can speak for Inshia too when I say that we're ridiculously proud of it you know yeah. like it's making the most of you know What's happening?
1: I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh,
0: Well, on that happy note, I want to, you know, thank you both for joining me uh, for this great discussion. Had a great time. Uh, Your laugh has been infectious, and I had a great time chatting about oh my gods and meeting you.
2: Thank you. This was Mm -hmm. so much fun. Like we, I, I love to talk. I love to see. I I talk. I (laughs) do.
1: like I'm just like I love it I want that on a t-shirt so bad for you so like it's great this has been so much fun all right
0: well thanks again and uh, best of luck and I can't wait to read it thanks for listening everyone and once again a special thank you to Stephanie Cook and Insha Fitzpatrick we look forward to your comments so reach out to us on Facebook and at Comics Asylum on Instagram and Twitter Thank mm-hmm. you.